Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the podcast that's all about cosplay news, convention coverage, cosplay topics, and all that good stuff. I have my amazing friend, Rachel, who goes by the name Interventus. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, good. All right. Uh, so... As usual, before we get into the stuff that I got written out here, um, for those unaware, Cosplay Bites is the podcast that you can listen to on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes, mainly. Um, and if you guys could rate and review the show or each episode, it would really help a lot. Um, as far as my blog is concerned... Um, I don't know when I'm going to release this publicly when people find this, but like pretty much nothing has changed. Cause like I just did three, this is like three episodes back to back. So, um, I've got today's post went up early due to stuff going on. So it's a, uh, a struck first on Itioru Kasvacado as Nero from devil may cry five. And then upcoming, I have, uh, petite Ebby cosplay as Kiki. Uh, Falafel cosplay as Meta Knight, um, Maru, Tifa Lockhart, and I just uh, wrote up and scheduled uh, Emrys Cosseps, uh Trevor Belmont, which is holy freaking amazeballs. <laughs> um, and so that's that. And uh, shout out to my lovely patrons over on my Patreon. I got Coralia Jade. Kat Yuska Moonfox, Mink the Seder, Nicole Marie Jean, uh, Oh My Sophie, uh, Noah, and Shaylin. And with that out of the way, let's talk about you for a hot minute before we get into <laughs> the main topic. So, um, yeah, what have you been up to lately, Rachel? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I feel busy, but I don't know if I'm really all that busy. I don't know. I feel like I haven't done a whole lot, like, costuming-wise this year. Because no. usually I'm always super into a project by now, and I've just kind of been uh, doing a bunch of little things, I guess. Different pacing. Yeah. Yeah, you had, um, I mean, I was just part of your Patreon for last month, and that was some awesome sets you got going on oh, uh thank you you're welcome you did very you know whatever yeah you did a very uh sexy boudoir take on zelda and then you did sesamaru from inuyasha which the photos were great i have no attachment to the character because i've never seen the show <laughs> he's a badass <laughs> he's a badass okay yeah. i'll take your word for it <laughs> And then you jumped on the whole Black Hole Chan train like every other cosplayer did. Yeah, actually, I mean, I've I've always been, like, not that person to jump on the bandwagon because I never really jived with any of the stuff that's super popular. And then I saw Black Hole Chan and I was like, wow, she actually looks really cool. I'm going to get on this one. And when <laughs> I did it, I actually I hadn't seen anybody else cosplay it yet. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to go for it. Like, I have all this stuff already, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, and then I know you're super obsessive, <laughs> big into Dragon Ball. 
Oh, yes. You're a <laughs> hardcore Vegeta Bulma shipper. Oh, yes. One true pairing, for one, sure. One true pairing. <laughs> uh, you got any more, I guess, I'm going to assume, yes, like more Bulma variations in the oh, future? Yeah. yeah? Yes. This month, I'm doing, like, Batman outfit, but Bulma's wearing it, and it's going to be kind of like, you know, a sexy version of it. Right. Um. But yeah, there's going to be tons more Bulma coming because I love that bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. What do I got for you? Um, what was the last con you were at? If you can remember. Uh, last con I was at, I actually um, guested a con in March called uh, Four State Comic Con. Okay. Yeah, that was like late March, I think. So I sure. didn't do any in April. Yeah, I didn't do anything in April. Yeah. All right. How how was that con? Oh, it's really nice. It's it's a smaller con. It's a local con, so a lot of um a lot of local people, you know, come to it every uh every con. Um but it, it is slowly getting bigger and um I'm really happy for them because, you know, it's it's such a good con. I want more people to know about it. Right. Um what what's the um what's the main theme for like the con? Like is it a gaming con? Is it a uh, it's kind of like a little bit of everything. Like um they had a wrestling guest there. Um they had a voice actress. Um I forget her name, but she voiced um the boss in Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but she was there. Um of course they have all kinds of like anime merch and comic merch and um it's kind of like one of those cons where it's a little bit of everything. Right. And so, so you were a guest. So that entailed you running any panels or did you I like did. host? You did. Yeah. I ran a, a cosplay on a budget panel. Okay. And I also helped out with the cosplay contest, which was, that was really the other awesome. thing I was going to say. Yeah. Um, have you done like that kind of panel topic before or? Uh, yeah, I've done it a couple times. So it's, it's something that I like to, um, I like to offer people because, you know, not everybody has like a big budget to make costumes. And a lot of people that are sure. coming into the community don't, um, don't really know what to expect as far as like what they're going to be spending on a costume. So I like helping people the best I can, giving them tips and stuff from what I've learned over the years, yeah. you know? Right. And then, how is the contest this year at that con? Oh, it's always really good. It was really good. Yeah, a lot of yeah. standout cosplays that were there. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's always hard judging a costume contest because everybody is so good, and you can tell that like they put their heart into it, and you know, it's good to see. Yeah. Yeah. You tired? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I'm all right. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure. Um. Okay. Um. The only other thing I got here is specifically, I mean, the only thing I come up with for you. Um. So, how long have you been cosplaying? Um. Well like seriously starting cosplay, like actually making my own stuff. I started in like 2008 around there. 
Um, yep. But I started like closet with closet cosplaying before that um, when I was in high school. So like right. 2004, 2005, I started doing stuff by like whatever I could find in my closet because, you know, my family was poor. I was poor. I didn't have a job, any of that stuff. So I kind of pieced yeah. together stuff back then. But um, when I moved out and I was able to like make my own money and put it to what I wanted to, that's uh, that's when I really started getting into it. So I'd say like 10 years, almost okay. 11 years now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting old. I know. <laughs> um. All right. So, yeah, this was a similar topic I did, Um, I want to say, earlier this year. So, I guess from your perspective, being in the cosplay world for 10 years or so, um, how has it, like, changed for you? Immensely. 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 You know, I never thought that this was going to lead me anywhere. You know, like when I first started cosplaying, it was strictly just a hobby for me. It was just, you know, I really love this character. I want to make this outfit and I want to, you know, nerd out with people, which obviously I'm still, I still do that. (laughs) Yeah. But since then it's, it's become more of, um, more of like a business standpoint, like I make money from this now and like never in my wildest dreams would I, did I imagine that that was possible. Right. Um, and just seeing the community grow so much because back when I started, um, cosplay was very unknown. It was very like, you were an outcast. You weren't really liked in high school, like that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was a bunch of nerds coming together and finding like-minded uh, people. Um, and again, it's still that now, but it's definitely much, much more, um, accepted, right. Uh, much more mainstream costuming is, has exploded. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're, are you able to do cosplay essentially full time with like Patreon and whatnot or. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. I'm able to be a full-time costumer slash model slash whatever the heck I I'm calling myself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how's that been like using Patreon and whatnot? Uh, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Um, I love my work. I love what I do. I love the people that support me. It's, it's such a great, uh, I think I've built a pretty great community and I love, I love everybody that, that sticks around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Anything? Any like? Uh, trying to. I don't want to uh, find the words. Trying to drag this episode out or whatnot. Trying to think. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um. Any like standout moments that you've had? throughout your cosplay career, so to speak? Oh, man. Uh, that's a hard one, because <laughs> there's some, so many, but nothing is, like, coming to my brain immediately. Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Standout moments. Um, I remember my first time making an armor build um, and putting it all on and putting it together yeah. Um, that was like a really big moment for me because uh, 
I never thought that I could make anything that cool. Right. Um, I say that was a really big turning point for me. Yeah. Um, any personal favorite outfit that you've done so far, or? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I again, I've dabbled kind of in everything. Like I've made armor. I've done sewing projects. I've done like you know lewd side stuff. I've Picking just one is crazy because, you know, every costume you make, you kind of learn and you move on and you learn and you move on. And um, trying to pick one that's your favorite is, is super hard because there's always something that you're going to absolutely love about it. And there's always going to be yeah. stuff that you, you know, you see like the flaws and the bad stuff. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to pick just one. Right. Thinking of it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know. I met you for the first time at CatuCon. Oh, I can't remember if it was last year or 2017. Do you remember what I was wearing? Oh, I know what you were wearing. That's what I was gonna bring up. It was uh, <laughs> you wore, you were part of the Monster Girl group. Oh yeah. And then you that was did my, my group. Yep. And then you did the uh, Kawaii, super pink everything death yeah. night, which was really. Really, something else. Um, <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Yeah, no. Those, those are definite favorites of mine. I mean, I think simply on the fact that they were the ones that I met you in, so Aww, it le yeah, left an I, impact. I love the the Kawaii Death Knight. Um, it was an idea I had for a while because, like, I love WoW lore and I love Death Knights. And of course, if anybody knows me by now, I'm all about pink and cute shit. And uh, I was like, what if I just combined the two and <laughs> I, I talked to my I talked to one of my friends who's a commissioner that she does like designs and stuff and I was like, Hey, these are all the elements I want. Can you actually like sketch it out for me? And uh and then we went from there and made it happen. So Yeah. Definitely your, one of my favorites for sure. What was your um favorite part of making that outfit? Uh <laughs> the boobs. <laughs> The boob boob I like making the boob chest piece because there's like a giant heart on it, yeah. with like a skull, and like the the horn is a crystal, and there's just crystals all over it, and it's just really it's a really cute design. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what about the Monster Girl set? So you did a um, kind of like a werewolf. Right? Yeah, she uh her her name in the encyclopedia she's a Jinko. Okay. Um. So she looked kind of like a fox wolf type. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. I did not enjoy working on that costume though, because fur gets everywhere. And oh, like, I bet. Yeah, you have to wear a mask because otherwise you breathe in all that fur, and it's it's a mess. So I did not yeah. particularly enjoy working on that, but it was fun to wear. <laughs> yeah. Were either of those outfits like comfy to wear or? They weren't too bad. Um, Jinko, I just had to make sure like nothing was slipping out because it was pretty revealing. Um, and the Kawaii Death Knight, you know, you have you have restrictions when you wear armor, no matter what how you make it. So yeah, of, course of course, there's restrictions, but it wasn't uncomfortable. It was right. Fine. Hmm. Um. Okay. Uh. Anything else you wanted to talk about for? this episode if you got any more questions i'm totally willing to answer 
<laughs> but I can't think of anything to be honest. Can't think of anything. Okay. Um, do you? Well, I got one section here that's franchise design slash teacher technique. So, um, what's your favorite part about the whole cosplay making the outfit process? Like, is it like patterning? Is it like actually going in there and making the thing come to life? Is it the painting or? Uh, honestly, I enjoy each part. Um, I think the part I least enjoy is like if I'm working on armor or something and I have to prime it. Priming is so unenjoyable and monotonous. Oh, uh, yeah. Patterning armor is really fun because, you know, you, you're basically designing it to fit you. It's That's fun. Right. It's not my favorite part. I think my favorite part would be, like, the painting and the detail, like, application. So, like, I love to rhinestone stuff. I love to put jewelry and all the crazy things on there to kind of make <laughs> that costume my own. Yeah, you know yeah. how I do it. No, so, yeah. I think uh, the painting and the, the detail aspect of it is by far my favorite, no matter what costume I'm working on. Like, I can't wait to get to those, like, final stages because it's my favorite. Yeah, and that's when you, like, really see it come to life and you just yeah. go have a lot of oh, shit moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, your your aesthetic is definitely all pink all the time, <laughs> all glitter. Like, for those who don't know, she has a secondary, like, alt account on her Instagram that's just all of her weird little <laughs> furniture projects like she'll she'll find stuff at flea markets whether it's like bureaus or mirrors and then you just go to town on the pink yeah. and on the jewelry and uh you sl- how much of your house is pink <laughs> Ooh, probably like 70 percent i'd say oh my God. <laughs> I, I have a good a good chunk of pink in my house um yeah, I made that separate account because, like, it just, I feel like people that come to my account for, like, my cosplay and my lewd stuff, they were seeing my, like, house and my cute side, and they're just, like, getting confused, you know? So I was like, all right, let me just, like, make my lifestyle account on this side so people can, like, go to look at it and follow me there if they want to. Because not everybody is into, like, household projects and, and, uh, like what I ate today and shit like that. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um do you think that where do you Okay, so where do you see the cosplay community going like at this point in time? Like do you think it's gonna start growing for like for the better or because I mean I know there's obviously some unfortunate stuff about the community at large that need to be worked on so unfortunately um, yeah yeah um I think that's just person to person basis though like as a community most people are good people um right of course you have instances where people are not so good but that's you know there's toxic in any community and you just don't let yourself be part of the problem, be part of the solution, you know? Right. But as a general, I, I do think the community is going in a good direction. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Anything else you want to talk about or? Not that I can think of. Not that you can think of. Hmm. <laughs> 
any um uh, sorry guys <laughs> hope this is still exciting to listen to um favorite con that you've been to I'm all, I'm gonna say Dragon Con will always be my favorite convention. Um, I started going to Dragon Con back in like I think 2010 was my first Dragon Con, and uh, back then it wasn't it wasn't as crowded and crazy as it is now. Not that that's a bad thing, but oh yeah, no. Um, I just I really love the aspect of it being more adult oriented. Um, Lots of partying, lots of nerds again, just coming together and being cool and chill. <laughs> yeah. It's like a five-day nerd party, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to see if I can go to it maybe this year or next year. Yeah, it's definitely like on the more expensive side um, because it is such a long convention. And some people, you know, they'll make a week out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is definitely worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely on my bucket list of cons to go to at one point. Um, yeah, definitely go at least once. At least once. Yeah. Any other cons in particular that you're looking forward to going or like you're like confirmed to guest at this year that um, you can? Yeah, I will be at Harrisburg Comic Con. Uh, that's up in Pennsylvania. Um, and I will be at Four State again because Four State Comic Con has two cons a year. Um, Huh. So yeah, they usually do one in March and then one in October. So I'll be at that one as well, confirmed. Um, I actually really want to go to KameaCon just because I'm such a big Dragon Ball nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't able to make it happen this year, but uh, next year I want to I want to give it a shot and see how that how that con right. is. Yeah, I know for me, I want to try to make it out to KatsuCon since I had to skip this year. Yeah. Uh, because money. Yeah, Katsukon <laughs> isn't cheap. It's it's also pretty expensive. Yeah, and that that is one thing I've definitely seen uh, different in the community too. Is you know, ten years ago these cons didn't cost as much. Um, it you know the the hotels weren't as much. You know, it's probably inflation or whatever. But like Katsukon, it wasn't eighty dollars ten years ago. It was like thirty dollars. <laughs> So like oh it's, it's a huge difference. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen the price of conventions gradually climb. Um, but I guess that's what happens when stuff goes more mainstream. I don't. True. Know. Yeah. No. I think it would, stuff like that is just bound to happen. Yeah. Um, and I mean I'm already confirmed for New York Comic Con. I managed to awesome. grab my grab my ticket in the pre-sale. So. Good. Now I just gotta confirm my uh arrangement to stay during that weekend yeah and then i should be good to go and then just make sure my cosplays are uh safely with me while i make the drive up yeah um yeah have you ever been to blizzcon given your um how big of a fan you are of like wow and whatnot yeah. Uh, I went to BlizzCon 2017. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. Yeah, 2017. Okay. Um, and I brought my Sylvanas with me, um, which I'm actually bringing back out this month for Patreon. Oh, <laughs> nice. I, I wore her one time, and I'm like, you know what? I should wear her again. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going <laughs> to wear her this month again. Um, 
I, I liked BlizzCon, but I don't think I'd ever really want to go back to BlizzCon only because, uh, wait, was it 2017 or was it 2016? You brought your Sylvanas. It was definitely 2016. I'm a liar. It was 2016. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, it's it's a two day con, and I feel like you know two hundred dollars to get in for a two day con when there's uh, a whole lot to do isn't like all that exciting. Like you can, worth it. Yeah. Yeah, you can go shopping. You can test games, and like you get to see stuff that's coming out before everybody else, which is cool. But like the con is Friday Saturday. And um Oh really? Huh. Yeah, it's it's just strangely it's a strange little con. I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'll be returning. Yeah. Yeah. Plus I have to like fly out because I'm East Coast and it's on the West Coast, so like that yeah. would be expensive. And then, always... you know, making sure your armor and your costume and stuff gets there in one piece. Cause when I flew that that time there, uh TSA actually crushed my whole breastplate and I had to like fix it at the oh. hotel. Yeah, that sucked. Shit happens, but you know. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'd rather put my money into like traveling somewhere else. I've tried BlizzCon once and I'm good. <laughs> it's another one of those go to it at least one kind of cons. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that I went, but I won't be going again unless right. like, you know I get paid to do it or something. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that covers it. I mean, unless you had any last-minute topics that you wanted to talk about specifically, I can open the floor to you. Um, Nothing is coming to mind. (laughs) Nothing is coming to mind. All right. uh, Yeah, I guess we could wrap this up, if that's all right with you. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, all my love and thanks to Rachel for being on it with me. Uh, she's such a sweetheart. Like we recently just got really close together and um, yeah, she's an amazing friend, super talented uh, cosplayer and you all should definitely check out her work. Uh, well, thank you definitely so much. missing out <laughs> if you're not. Um, so uh, yeah, be sure to, um, favorite this episode i don't even know if you can i haven't really looked into it as much but uh you can follow my blog um at lightning palace um and then i also have a twitter and instagram account for them um lightning palace on twitter and then lightning palace blog on instagram um my patreon is free and i usually put up the episode before i send out a public link to everywhere else but um if you pledge um I'll send you stickers and you can become immortalized into my blog through at the end of every post. Um, Rachel, if they want to find you, where do they go? Um, I have Instagram at Interventus. Um, I have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Interventus. Uh, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Interventus <laughs> and a Twitter, which is at Interventus. all one name all under interventus yep yeah and yeah unless something magical happened or i get like um an urge from someone to want to record uh this is the last episode for may 
So um, I got some guests lined up for June already. Had to do some moving around. Um, I'm not going to say who because I don't want to commit because scheduling issues do happen and I have to sometimes drop people or move them around. So stay tuned for the next episode and I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Bye.